Uh, I forget how this starts. Uh, Welcome aboard. No, 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 no. Oh. Housekeeping! This is Nerd Out Loud about Little Red Bandwagon, where we talk about the podcasts that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody <laughs> nerds out about. I love it. This is a fifth Friday edition of Little Red Bandwagon, uh, and this is Bobby in Pawtucket. I am joined by Christy in the Whispering Glen neighborhood of Linwood, Washington. Good evening, Christy. Hello, Bobby. And in the Dead Hopes and Dreams neighborhood of Kyle, Texas, Mike Frizzell. Hi, Bobby. Hello. So everyone, this is again, as I mentioned, a fifth Friday edition on Monday. You'll get your next recap and our usual Fridays will commence beyond this with a Phyllis Friday and a 10 interview and things like that. But every once in a while, the calendar lands on a fifth Friday. And that's usually a time when we do something special. What we realized for this fifth Friday is that it's been a while since we've really cleaned house and so we've got a laundry list of things that we need to address in an extended edition of LRB Housekeeping. Mike? Yes. Uh, in no particular order, um, we will address all of these issues. I think we have like seven, eight, nine things here, including one that's here on there twice. So I guess <laughs> we'll get an initial it's also take red, on so. <laughs> We'll get an initial take on it. And then uh, by the end, maybe we'll uh, have changed our takes. A uh, new merchandise is coming to the LRB store, and I've only seen a little bit of this, and man, it looks great. So what what is coming up here? Oh, um, do you think we should really call it out or surprise people? Well, I think by the time this show comes out, we will be, be yeah. We will have um, LRB merchandise, t-shirts, totes. Everything will come in a t-shirt, a tote, and a mug. Um, so we'll have LRB. We'll have the one with um, that Jack Taylor did of all of us that he he made out of felt for the picnic last year, which is adorable. Oh, right. And, it's all of us sitting in the wagon. Yes. And yes. Uh, if I remember right, I've seen the art, and it's uh, kind of the wagon is the pocket. And we are the pocket square. Well, there's two different coming versions. out of the There's pocket. two different ones, right? And, okay, and they're both amazing. So, yeah, I'm looking. So great. I'm looking at the art for the mock-ups, and they're called LRB Felt Buddies. <laughs> and the mock-up comes in two different versions. <laughs> I'm looking at the t-shirt mock-ups. We've got one t-shirt where there's a red uh, <laughs> pocket, quote unquote, designed. That's uh, art on the t-shirt in the shape of a pocket, like a men's pocketed t-shirt, like like your father-in-law would wear. Mm -hmm. uh, any anyone's father-in-law and it's red with the lrb wagon in white and then on top of it are our seven faces peeking out like stuff <laughs> in a pocket protector and right. that's all of us and phyllis um and i am slightly mortified that people are gonna wear shirts with our faces on them <laughs> i i prefer to look at as, as uh as kind of your like your michael strahan pocket square just a piece of flair for people to be wearing <laughs> Uh, just an aside, the Michael Strahan collection at JCPenney is kind of amazing. I have a sport coat that I love that's a Michael Strahan sport coat. I don't mm -hmm. have the gap in my teeth or the stunning good looks or chiseled body, but I have the, the sport coat. 
<laughs> I really doubt that those sport coats come in the Michael Strahan size, which would be right. like massive shoulders and 64. kind of medium size arms, right. you know, <laughs> and narrow waist, like, like a five X slim cut, you know what right. I mean? Uh, Unlike our T-shirts, which come in pretty much every size imaginable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to fit the, the normal person. Right. And everything that I've seen of our merch, um, I haven't yet got I haven't yet gotten to wear any of it, but um it seems to fit everyone really well that I've seen wearing it. So And Mike, um, do you want to share why you don't have any merch yet? Oh, it was stolen off your porch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, is, Emily, and I ordered some stuff, and uh, it was shipped to your house, and you were going to relay it onto us. And it. It was... I was going to bring it with us to Austin, and it oh, was you were going to bring it? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. And, but it, uh, it didn't arrive until after you left, and then it was stolen. Right. right. So, imagine the person that stole it. That's the worst stolen box ever. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Just a bunch of weird T-shirts with uh, drops on them. <laughs> not only does it not make any sense to you but if you get caught wearing it be prepared to answer some questions exactly. or be identified as someone who stole some merchandise exactly. you know exactly because if you see if you spotted this person out at you know a restaurant or, or whatever you're like hey, hey 10 in the wild what's up and they don't know anything about it you're like hey you stole some shit guilty. off my porch didn't you guilty yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so we've got us in the wagon. There's also a larger version of us in the LRB wagon that is the whole front of the shirt. So on that one, our faces are distinctly clear. Mm. Uh, and then my my personal favorite is a Walsh Walsh and doormat. Yes, um, looks like it <laughs> looks like a legal group. It is amazing, and yeah. I want it on everything. Yeah, I just saw it tonight. It's awesome. <laughs> yep, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, so the, I personally want that in a in a mug. I think that, that would be perfect mug. Yeah, absolutely. Because at first blush, it looks like a real law firm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, the LRB logo uh, for those loyalists out there, for you true wagoneers who want to show your spirit. Not only will you have one podcast on your body that nobody will understand, you'll actually have two because the TBTL right. letters fall into the wagon in that logo. Uh, and you'll have to explain that you are wearing a shirt about a podcast that's about a podcast. So Right. Yeah. You're about uh, three or four steps removed from reality. <laughs> and keep them coming if you have some ideas. Jeremy has some other ideas that aren't um, 100% polished, that those, those should be showing up soon. But if you have some ideas for merch, um, go ahead and fill in the throw your phone moment. Those are getting to us really quickly. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and do that. Throw your phone. Uh, and uh, I think there's one other one that is going to hit the market very soon if it doesn't hit by the time this airs, which is, uh, well, we'll just use two words. Case closed. Yes. <laughs> that is spectacular. It's so great. <laughs> uh, and as a reminder, I feel like I'm in pledge drive mode, but the purchase of all of this stuff pays for things like the web hosting that makes our show possible without us having to pay tons of money out of pocket to make it happen. So we don't mind pitching in, but um, it certainly helps offset those costs. Uh, and we appreciate it. Um, on to another thing on the list. Mike, you have been very busy lately besides, you know, learning how to walk again and be a productive member of society. 
could you tell us a little bit about your recent endeavor? Uh, yeah. Um, ever since we suffered our setbacks, Emily and I suffered our physical setbacks and were forced to sell our house in Austin and move to Kyle. We have been looking for a way to get back closer to town and into a neighborhood that we like. And there's a neighborhood that Emily has always really liked, and it's really started to grow on me, and it's called Manshack. And we've been looking for houses in Manshack for a while. And since Emily has been working again and making a, a, a good salary, we have been trying to, you know, see our way back into affording getting, um, getting in there. But, uh, we kept looking at all these houses and, you know, it's a, it's kind of a rural neighborhood and the houses are all from like the seventies and, um, they're either weird or run down or gross or, you know, or just not for us, but, um, still we love it and we love the people that live out there. So it was, uh, a week ago, Sunday, and Emily was on her way out of town for the first time in a while. And we, we got a, um, a listing in our email and it was very interesting. And, and she, she sent it to me and, you know, the, for, um, she labeled it, can we, when can we move in? And we hadn't looked at it yet. And so we were on our way out to the airport and we managed to squeeze in a meeting with our real estate agent and looked at the house and immediately started looking for a way to buy it. So what, uh, what they were talking about on TBTL last week was, were these crazy letters to seller that, that in a competitive real estate market are starting to be a, a big thing where you want to differentiate yourself from other buyers who might be close to you in their offers. Um, because, you know, when you reach a certain amount of money and you really care about the house you're selling, you kind of want to choose your buyer, if that makes any sense. Um, like you want the house because you care about the house. You want it to go to someone who gives a shit about the house. So I was tasked with, this was an Emily was out of town and, and she was like, could you write one of these letters? And I, I didn't know about these letters. So I went online and I looked at, you know, some sample letters and, and I wrote one and I, <laughs> and, and, uh, here's what it said. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, let, let me tell you before I read the letter, um, the, the house is up for sale at three thirty nine, and we were offering at that. That's it. You know, we weren't going over offers, so we we're just offering, you know, to pay what they were asking. So here's the here's the letter, dear seller. And I, you know, the real estate agent put their names in. So, dear seller, thank you very much for considering our offer on your home. Manshack is a place that's always inter interested us because it feels warm and sprawling in such a great way. Neighbors wave at each other as well as us when we drive through and the stone slash cedar construction is timeless and very functional. We constantly check our email for any house up for sale in Manchac and for months now we've been touring all the homes. In yours, we finally found the one that both of us totally love inside and out. 
We shared your listing with each other simultaneously. And Sunday, when our agent Kristen took us through your home, we were very taken with it. Starting with a wide open path from the street to a warm, welcoming entryway, just a wonderful remodel with the they remodeled it by the way uh, with the gorgeous stone over the stove, four bedrooms, wonderful closets, subway tile in the master bath, patio doors off the bathroom, oh, sorry off the bedroom, and a huge backyard for our dogs to run around and explore. Basically, is everything we were looking for executed with style and taste. We lived in Austin until a year ago when the financial burden of serious, life-threatening health issues for both of us forced us to sell the only home we've known since we were married seven years ago. We cashed out, bought a builder home in Kyle, and it's just not for us. Fortunately, we're very much back on our feet, although literally down one, as you can see. One of the pictures (laughs) is me standing there without a leg. And ready to move back north. Again, We are grateful you're considering our offer as we are excited to start a new chapter of our lives in the lovely home you have created. Uh, Mike Frizzell and Emily Cullen. And then I, I put the insertion, insert pictures of us and all the animals here. And those pictures included Emily looking really cute with, with our, um, uh, late dog, Frank, who is the most handsome dog you've ever seen. Um, a picture of, uh, Abby and Ginger looking so cute. Of course, my picture in my robot shirt without a leg and a really cute picture of our little kitty cat. And I, I can't even remember if there's a picture of the bunny, but I mean, these are pictures that even without the How letter say no? would melt your heart. Okay. And then I, I end the, I end the, um, you know, I'm sending this to our, to our uh, real estate agent you know, because she's putting together the letter. And I say at the end, uh, and tell Kristen to feel free to play the brain cancer card. <laughs> so there you go. There's my foray into the, the, the business there. And um, it ended up working because we're under contract and we are about to buy this home. And they uh, turned down an offer of uh, 355 uh, for us at 339 That's we had the same thing. We wrote a letter and there was about, we have a crazy market where there will be at least oh, 10 God. offers as soon as yeah. it hits the market. Seattle's and fucking nuts. We, we, since we've moved in here since October, we've gotten notes from real estate agents wanting to buy the house. That's right. They, they the come by is. all day. They just prowl, prowl the neighborhoods all day up there. I bet. We get calls cause they look yeah. at the registers. Like it's just insane. Um, but same thing, there was 10 other offers, and because of the note, mm-hmm. that's that's what the agent said. It, we offered rate at asking price, and people were offering a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Which Always leave you, a note. <laughs> which one of you faked an amputation, and which one of you said your brain was broken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If you if you had, like, Ellie with a little leg We pulled off. Nelly. Oh, but oh, not with her leg cut off. We just sent oh. pictures of her. And you can't say no to that face. That's true. And right. just said, we love the neighborhood and it's in it's in a good school district. And we knew they had three kids. So. Yeah. yeah. Got to hit the buttons. It's good and, to know and, the audience, and right? To, to, to give proper credit, um, I, I pretty much wrote the letter as is and didn't change much substantially. But um, 
Phyllis, I, um, I, I showed it to her and she had me reverse the order of it. She, Cause originally I was like the boohoo, woe is us at the top and the flattery at the bottom. Yeah. But she you gotta quickly it, yeah. said, go flatter first and then boohoo mm-hmm. at the bottom. And, right. and then once I did that, I was like, oh yeah. It's much better. Right. Yeah. Um, so were you selling the insect museum? Yeah, we'll be selling it. Um, we're we're under contract, and we'll be buying it without selling. Mm-hmm. But um, as once once we have the house, we'll we'll move our stuff over there, and then when the house here in Kyle is empty, we'll sell it. You're basically in a neighborhood of people who are buying houses, so yeah, yeah, it'll just, it'll it's gonna go fast. one that's done. Yeah, we'll do fine. We'll do fine. Yeah. I, I don't think we're gonna make a a, pro, a big profit on it, but I don't think we'll take a loss because everything sells here. Yeah. yeah, I was just picturing you and Emily in a photograph, pointing your thumbs at yourself and being like, "Who's got three feet and want to your yard?" <laughs> That's it. That's who's all. got? Who's got? Who's got three quarters of their limbs and three quarters of their brain? <laughs> and forty-seven animals. Forty-seven animals. Yes, correct. Yeah. You could have said, what has 47 legs and wants to buy your house? (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. All right. So congratulations, Mike uh, and Emily. And and hopefully we'll uh, all come visit. Now we have to go. We all have to go back. Yeah, exactly. We need to throw a housewarming party. (laughs) We'll pretend it's to see Mike and Emily, but we'll all know it's for the queso. Yeah. Yeah, And and we will be living very near the uh, Moon Tower Saloon, which is in Oh, I love that place. Texas. All right. So we'll be that much cooler. As long as Christy and I get some beaver nuggets, I think everything else yes. is. Yes. Yeah. Beaver nuggets. What if we dipped the beaver nuggets into the queso? We have to try it. Ah. Wow. A little sweet, savory. Yeah. It's I'd worth try trying. It once. No. Yeah. I think it's worth it just to talk about queso beaver nuggets. <laughs> All right. This was supposed to be a lightning round. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Put one minute on the clock. Oh, God. <laughs> 47 times. Uh, why don't I do mine so that we can go okay. from high to low and back up high again? Um, I just wanted to mention this because I know people have asked, a couple of people have asked me, and I know it was mentioned uh, that I wasn't on the last recap because I had a, a personal family situation. Um, so uh, my grandmother passed away a week and a half ago after um, being in the hospital for a little over a week. And so that's why a couple of weeks ago I was doing the show from – a moderately priced hotel room in Rochester because I rushed home to visit. Um, she was 79 and she had very advanced Alzheimer's. Uh, and uh, it reached the point where she was uh, respiratory failure. She just couldn't breathe on her own. Um, thankfully, um, she went from home to the ICU and had enough time for a bunch of family to visit and then mm-hmm. rode out a really great, really strong wave of exceptionally powerful narcotics. Yeah. Um, in, in a way <laughs> That's that, the way I want to go. Exactly. Sure. Uh, you know, she wasn't there long. She didn't spend years and years in a home or mm. under hospice care. And, you know, there are a lot of worse ways to go than having just enough time to be really happy and visit everyone and, yeah. um, and then get to go. But um, I'll be in and out the next few weeks as we um, plan a funeral back in my native Webster, New York, uh, and then also a family reunion in Canada for all the Canadian family who either can't come down or it would just be tough uh, for a little end of the month celebration in July. Um, 
to do that. And so for people who know me, this will not be news, but um, I'm a an only child of a single mother and we grew up on and off in my grandmother's house. So for me, this is a lot like losing a parent. And um, at the same time, uh, it has the same level of love and animosity that comes with a parent-child relationship. So um, I am very sad. I'm certainly not happy, uh, but I'm also a little conflicted about uh, the the good and the bad. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it helped make me who I am. And so I'm, I'm grateful for all of that. But um, that's why I've been in and out. And I'll be on the recap this weekend. And then I'll be off for another week and then back and then probably off later in the month. And um back and forth to Rochester. Uh, I guess the, the moral of the story is if anyone wants a garbage plate to just send me a self-addressed stamped cooler <laughs> and I will fill it and send it back to you when I'm at Rochester. <laughs> uh, so that's me. What other kind of snacks are there in Rochester <laughs> Well, that you could send me? Well, I mean, we have this ongoing fight in the LRB group and with our friends about crinkle cut french fries. <laughs> Oh. No, no, no. Well, no, I mean no. something. Yeah, Mike and I are on the same page with this. <clears throat> but I'm saying something that doesn't need to be heated or or anything like that. Rochester's just big on the sauces, so um, condiments. So boss sauce, which is like a sort of sweet and sour, tangy, spicy sauce, and mm. um, Sales Birdland has a sauce and uh, uh, Dinosaur Barbecue is a Western New York thing, and that barbecue sauce is different than most. So really, I just need to send everyone a. a care package of condiments yeah i I get down with that bobby um i know i speak for the lrb family when i say that i'm sorry for your loss and i also wanted to mention that um uh will lost uh his father this week and he's dealing with a lot of the um a lot of the family issues that that you're dealing with and um what what i what i can say about having you know lost one of my parents and is that uh it's it's complicated and it's sad and there's lots of of stuff that goes on but um you know a lot of times right after it happens you will be surprised at how how many people will actually share good stories about the person you might have had mixed feelings about mm-hmm. and will make you yeah. make you feel good you know maybe 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 you had a complicated relationship with your grandma but um you know some people probably um found ways to celebrate her that <laughs> she yeah. didn't give you a chance to you know <laughs> yeah oh, god help me if any of the family hears this um <laughs> Yes, um, and and I feel for Will, despite his being a son of a bitch. So, oh God, I hate that guy. <laughs> I kind of I have like a opposite story of that. I have a friend that passed away, and she had you know just like a lot of us blocked her parents on Facebook, and her page has kind of been become a memorial site where everyone's putting up pictures of of her or the two of them and and writing like these really great funny stories about her and memories but her parents can't see any of it because (laughs) they're like blocked down and um she's dead so no one can undo the blocking of it Mm, that's interesting yeah Yeah. so everyone should new world i know there there is a function in facebook a setting where you can hook up a dead buddy um where they come in either nuke your whole page or open it up or or Mm -hmm. whatever so i urge everybody to pick their facebook dead buddy 
porn stash of 2017. Right. The old, yeah, the old Adam Carolla thing right. of, you know, you 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 pay a certain amount of money, and then as soon as you die, a team a team sweeps through your apartment or house yeah, and, and makes it cleans everything up. Friendly. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking about that because her sister, after her memorials tomorrow, and her sister is this weekend going to clean out her house. I just thought about all the things that won't be mm. friendly for her parents to find. I think about that once in a while. I think about maybe I should just go through everything in the house and just make sure there's nothing I've forgotten about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of terrible, depressing, awful, disgusting, sad things, Christy, I've been wondering for a while now, um, you have a sort of colleague uh, who we've dubbed Shit Snacks. And I'm just wondering if Shit Snacks is still around. I haven't heard any stories in a while. So actually, the lovely uh, Emily is the one that gave her that name. I I would have nicknames for coworkers, and I didn't have one for her. And I was talking about uh, telling a story to Mike and Emily in a chat, and <laughs> she called her Shit Snacks. Um, she pokes her head around every now and then. Well, wait, wait. Well, how did she get the nickname? Shit snacks. Oh, because, okay, so right when I started, someone came up to me and said, can we please put up a employees must wash their hands sign in the bathroom? And I just laughed it off. And she's like, no, I'm being serious. You'll know. You'll know. And um, so I just went along. And guess what? I know because this person was kind of loud and proud about not washing their hands mm. um, to the point of. <laughs> Who's happy about that? First of all, I'm a compulsive right? hand washer. I probably wash my hands Me too. too much because, like, my skin dries out and I have to be really careful yeah. about it. But who – you know, I get it. Some people, like, fake it. Like, they run the water and then they pull a right. paper towel or At whatever. At least fake it. Right. At least fake it. Um. So we have Because then we know – because then we know you might be a sociopath, but you understand society. Right. Right. You know the cues. So there are a bunch of – really um popular lunch places and we can see the line from our building so there was one day she was in the bathroom and she came out and um she announced i don't have time to wash my hands oh I, god there's no line at whatever place it was and then ran out and so that I is loud, <laughs> really loud and very right? specific that's <laughs> really and don't just don't say it just don't do it just storm out <laughs> you have an emergency and that is you know short line at the right. sandwich place right <laughs> so um then i just so i sit where i can see the snack area i have a very well stacked stocked mm. snack area and so i just kind of know which ones are filled with the shit hands and that and those were plain M&Ms and cashews. So I compulsively clean everything with Lysol wipes and I would specifically get that one. But I just would tell the friendlies, like, maybe lay off the plain M&Ms and the, huh. and the cashews. They're, they're okay because even when she does come around, she doesn't eat the snacks. Oh, she's, so this, she's moved on. Right. <laughs> or she feels weird. Yeah. Coming like, hey, I'm just coming to visit. I'm just going to 
get some snacks. Yeah. She she is an entitled etiquette, needs some entitled etiquette, but... But she doesn't make a basket out of her blouse and pour the snacks in. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's a can of corn, except it's a can of candy corn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we should do our fifth Friday of a complete episode of Entitled Etiquette at some point. Yes. Now that we're thinking about it. Put that on the production yep. schedule. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, shit snacks. On to happier things. Uh, Christy, you and Jeremy have been in your new place for a little while now. How's it going? Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, so this is the first time either one of us have had a yard. Um, at my condo, I the person had just put rocks in, and then the front yard was taken care of by the Homeowners Association. So the first day, it gets sunny. Jeremy's like, I'm going to mow the lawn. And my dad had given us one of those old-timey push mowers you know yeah kind of like a rotor because it's it's pretty small yard and pretty flat so he goes out there and he's like our yard is filled with clover and moss so he goes to the home depot buys moss killer and the yard turns black it's just he doesn't realize that's a blessing to have your yard right so i was like texting people and my sister has this giant yard she's on a double lot and she said oh no keep it you don't have to water it. It always looks green. It's yeah. soft, and you don't have to mow it. Never it never gets hot. Moss is the best thing ever. Yeah, it, yeah, it keeps your it keeps the yard cool. Like everything is great about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I tell him, and he goes, "Well, it's a little too late as we're looking over just black. Yeah, it he just murdered looks like it. someone <laughs> poured tar all over the lawn. Right. So then he has to rake it all up, go to the Home Depot and get this aerator thing, and just tears the yard up puts in grass seed starts watering it and then what i'm dubbing super rat and he calls he says it's not a rat it's just a woodland creature and uh bunnies came in and ate all the grass seed Mm -hmm. so then he had to start over do it again and put down dirt over the grass seed right so yeah yeah. because you have to hide it and Mm -hmm. now Finally, the grass is beautiful. It does look great. He, it, it's it's amazing. I can't believe it, it actually turned out. But he goes out every night with like a little, with little yard tools, scissors, and a little um, kind of screwdriver and pulls the clover out one at a time. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And then I said, next year, if we have moth, can we just keep it? And he said, yes. Well, this is the last time we're doing that. Um we do have a, um, not the yard, but we have a room that's dedicated to podcasting, but it hasn't been set up yet. So that's just a room filled with boxes right now. And yeah. it is the worst for acoustics because it has a wood floor. Yep. So we're going to have to try to figure that out, but it's just the most convenient. I just. Um, I have start, advice. Start you. knitting or crocheting a ton of stuff and just <laughs> putting it all over. Yeah. Uh, alternately, you can do what we did in my office, which is put a queen size bed that is ninety percent of the office in the office. <laughs> right. Well, that's right. what I'm in right now. That's what we've yeah. been recording in is a yeah, tiny great. room with a giant with a giant bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting in the chair that is in the only open space between the desk and the bed. <laughs> It does great for sound absorption. So when you come out, when everyone comes out for the picnic, you can come over and see it. Absolutely. I 
figure we'll be partying there for days. I will say um, that this new lot that we're moving on to is, I think it's a acre and a quarter or an acre and a half. And um, there's a lot of grass, but there's a lot of moss on there too. And I, you know, I'm, walk, <laughs> I'm walking over all this stuff and there's a lot of deer shit out there. Cause there's like a pregnant deer out there and stuff. Um, and I'm like, you love pregnant ladies. That's true. Yeah, yeah I do. I really do. <laughs> But I'm looking. I'm looking at. It, I'm going. There's no way I'm taking this down. This is as high as it's ever going to get, and it looks great. Right. <laughs> In Texas, also, don't you just kind of take what you can get? I mean, although I should say, when I was out there last summer, I was amazed at how lush the foothills were, because yeah. I came after a crapload of rain. <laughs> yeah, there was a, the first five years I was here. It rained maybe one day. Yeah, and then it's rained ever since. So the drought's over, and everything looks great. And um, yeah, our lot looks great. So, um, well, I, I've learned my lesson from Jeremy, even though I thought I knew it, he just didn't ask advice before he did, no. did that thing. No. Well, he, he looked up things online and then they told him how to kill it, but he didn't ask the question, should I kill them? Yeah. Should I kill? Why am I killing it? <laughs> this looks fantastic. It but looks great. Every it's not weeds. That he's asked since then is like, oh, no, you keep that. Well, yeah, see, the thing is, great. he went on next door and he said there were all these foreign things in my yard. Yeah. And so everybody's <laughs> first reaction like, was. Kill it. Kill it. Yeah, get it out of there. Uh, while we're talking Come about coming to Seattle, we should probably talk about the picnic a little bit. This is a housekeeping episode. And usually this is a conversation that gets pushed to the end of every show. But as we've mentioned Time and time again, the LRB picnic is coming up, and uh, every time we talk about it, we seem to have a disagreement about the distribution of workload for who brings what to the picnic. Yeah, I think I finally, I finally figured it out. I mean, I sat down, and I, um, I, I, you know, you know, have you seen the uh, the La Quinta commercial where the guy puts his eyeglasses in his hands and he. He practices in his hotel room, pointing around the room with them and and using them as a as a big gesture. Mm-hmm. I I did the I did the equivalent of that in uh, on a spreadsheet spreadsheet. Sorry, thank you. And I think I've finally nailed it. So <clears throat> I'm going to give it to you here and and just let me know if you have any questions. You can stop me at any time. Uh, but, but here it is and everyone listen up. Okay. Again, we are trying to decide who's going to bring what dish. Um, and I think it should be by initials. And I think we're going to take the corresponding number to the letters of our initials in the alphabet. So, and then we're going to combine those numbers and divide by three. For example, my full name is Michael Andrew Frizzell, so M-A-F. M is the 13th letter of the alphabet. A, of course, is the first, and F is the sixth. So the combined total of my initials is 20. So divided by 3 gives me 6.6666667. If Devil's I were a woke... Okay, maybe if we get to D... <laughs> Okay, if I were a woman, I would take this number and round it up to seven, which is the letter G. But being a man, I go back three spaces and round it down, so my letter is C. So, 
if I were a woman and my initials were MAF, I could bring ground beef, gherkins, or gouda. Silent consonants are banned, so euros are off the table. But being a dude, I have options because now I'm up at C. So cannelloni, camembert, cupcakes, churros, all of these things I can bring. It's just that easy. And of course, if any of your initials are Q, you don't have to bring anything, but you will be asked to endure some borderline inappropriate hugs from the entire LRB crew, some of which might happen simultaneously from unconventional hug angles. <laughs> and no changing your name. Yeah, we're looking. We need to see license or birth certificate. We're looking at you, right? Well, and you can't do like like I mentioned Adam Kroll earlier. He doesn't have a middle name, so he chose Lakers when he went to the DMV. Uh, we'll know if you made your middle name up. But so, if you have a legal document that says it, um, is this clear? Do you guys have any questions about this? Well, can, can we work through mine? So I've got mine written down here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I mean, okay. are we going to go by your legal name, Robert, or by your? Chosen name, Bobby. I'm pretty sure this, mm. this, this matters. Is, this is by the book. I'm pretty sure this is by the book, so it's got to be okay, Robert. legal name. Okay. Uh, I've got to go with the name that the hospital misspelled when they gave me. Uh, so, Robert, uh, that's 18. Uh, my middle name is Lawrence, which I don't know if I've mentioned on here before, but is spelled the way you'd expect it to be spelled, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-A, except my mother, in honor of our Canadian heritage, wanted an... Uh, an English or rather a European spelling. Oh, she wanted the LA, river. You are Laurence. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but they did it wrong. <laughs> she gave it to them and they put a W instead of a U and she never fixed it. So Lawrence uh, is L's 12 and then Pape is 16. Uh, and so 18 and 12 and 16 is 46. Mike, can you run mm-hmm. me through the process from there? Well, you would be 15.33333. And if you're a woman, you round up. So it would be the 16th letter, which would be P. Uh, M- Back. N- Did I miss? N- no, P. M is the 13th. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So P, so pizza. Obviously. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pierogi. But when you're a guy, you you go back three and round down. Okay, so back three is 14, 3, 3, 3, 13, 3, 3, 3, 12, 3, 3, 3, rounding down to 12. Which so, would be L. Uh, L. L. Yeah. So, Lindberger? Uh, linguini. Linguini. Linguisa. Ooh. We do love I, Linguisa. I love Linguisa. The southern yeah. New England. There's a lot of, yeah. Oh, yeah. now I'm hungry. I'm finally hungry. We arrived. Um, could I bring lasagna? Because I hate Mondays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Only if you dress like Garfield. That's um, John Takamoto's job. We were just having a conversation about furries today, actually. <laughs> All right. So let's do mine. I'm C for Christy, L for Lynn, W for Wise. All right. So we get three and 12. That's 15. And then 23, God, you're all the way up there. 15 and 23 is uh, 38. 38. Divided by 3. So 12.666. So then I round up to 13. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, you round up to M. Yeah. If you identify as a woman, you round up 
if you identify as a man, you go back three. And round down. And round down. And round right. down. So M. I do like that this is uh, very PC. It's 2017. We're going by – It's we, your name has to be legally what God and your parents gave you, but you can gender identify as you see fit. Yes. Well, if if you're gender if you're gender neutral, you're not welcome. So no, find take another. that back. <laughs> Mike does not speak for all of us. But let's put that drop in. Yeah. Okay. True. Um. So M. Yes. What are some M things I can well, bring? You get all the meats. Okay. Your Arby's. <laughs> you have the meats. Okay. <laughs> Please bring Arby's. <laughs> Jeremy brought the Jack in the Box tacos I know, one I, year. I ate a couple of them. I regretted yeah, it. Like forty dollars worth. <laughs> Those aren't good when they're hot. Now imagine they've made the way from Lake City all the way to Woodenville in traffic. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I might be able to give Okay, I will tell you that this what Mike came up with, I just see him goodwill hunting on a chalkboard figuring this out. <laughs> um is just as good, if not better, than anything they've ever yes. put forward. Is yeah. it not? Yeah. It's clear. You grandfathered clear. in the Q thing, which was thoughtful of you. You haven't changed the rules four times. They, they stayed the same. Yeah. We can put this on our website, and we can yep. make a post about it. Yeah. If any of the super smart um, uh, techie people listening could make a little calculator so you could just spit in the letters that would spit out your answers, that would be amazing. <gasps> mm-hmm. Uh, but that is far beyond my abilities. <laughs> no, you guys did great on the fly. Yeah. Um, I definitely found a website called Puzzle Reference Pages that lined up the letters and numbers for hey, me. That's a, I found that too. <laughs> yeah, moonitnoon.com. That's, that's the only reason I knew that W was 23. Yep. I was doing it off the top of my head, but I have a beautiful mind for these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you also have very easy letters. I do. It was easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, people have been telling you that your whole life. Um, okay, let's see where we are. We got the oh, let's do an actual commercial for the picnic before we move on, guys. Friday, August eighteenth, twenty seventeen, year of our Lord, twenty seventeen, from five p.m. to ten p.m. in Woodland Park near Green Lake, where you native Seattleites uh, have told me that it's only a small likelihood that we'll get mugged or robbed. <laughs> um, I'm extremely excited because I've been to Seattle many times now, but I've never really hung out in that area. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And we've mentioned this before, but I'm super excited that we're not doing anything. We're not recording the show. Right. We're not going to try to do karaoke. Oh, about that, Bobby. Um, Anne had a great idea to do a Facebook Live show. Ah. <laughs> so you weren't in on that planning, but we might just try to do something like even if it's 10 minutes like hey everyone look at the picnic but that's nothing that's so much better than hey let's try to see if periscope works for the first time at a baseball game right (laughs) no 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 no. we will not be or no not periscope it was some other thing it was like an audio periscope absolutely yeah now yeah um yeah we'll definitely yeah we um can't do uh amplified sound so that takes away that and you can't have open containers that people know about. Right. Wink, wink. Right. You know what would be so amazing is if we didn't do amplified sound, but if everyone had their phones on our Facebook live feed and turned up their speakers and it just <laughs> reverberated our voices through the park. Right. And I've definitely. So, I mean, it's just pretend you're going to the park with your friends 
and you and hide your wine, <laughs> hide your beer like normal people do. Yeah. And also, I've walked through those parks multiple times and seen people with um, Beats, whatever, Bluetooth speakers. So we can definitely do that. It's not yeah. until we get shut down. Right. Uh, but we're going to we're going to do our own thing like David S. Pumpkins and it's going to be great. So and what time does that start? 5 p.m. on Friday, August 18th. And let's face it. We're all white people. No one's going to give a shit what we do. <laughs> and we're trying to find a good after party that might be adults only. Of course, the picnic all ages. Everyone's invited. Um, so if you have Rick's a good place on Lake that... City Way. <laughs> You just pulled that out of your pocket so quick, Mike. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. All right. We've, we're already uh, almost an hour into this. Do we want to do the pager group discussion or do we want to talk about uh, the thing I know nothing about, which is the Little Red Bandwagon Song of the Summer? We um, we should definitely bring up pager group. Yes. Okay. I think we can do both uh, if we're just judicious yeah. in our time. Uh, so we can do pager group. Um, uh, Mike, do you want to summarize our situation here? Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm very much on one side of the issue, but I'll try to be, um, I'll try to be neutral in my description of it. Okay. When you are a Facebook page, you are putting your foot forward as a representation of whatever show it is like, uh, there's a too beautiful to live page. Uh, you probably didn't know that because nothing happens <laughs> there. Um, and even if it did, you, and you subscribed, you'd never see it because nothing happens there. Uh, when you are a group such as the Stens is, um, a lot of stuff happens there and a lot of it is crazy, stupid and shitty and, and a waste of time. And a lot of it is brilliant and funny and fantastic. But the the point is that stuff happens on a in a group and not on a page. We have um, Little Red Bandwagon is a page and we post our show there and there's a little bit of interaction there. And people can post on there, but it's very difficult to find unless we as the Especially host. Especially on a phone. Yeah, on a phone, it's really hard to find. Yeah, um, and 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 really, very few people see whatever is posted on our page from our listeners, unless we as hosts start in, start engaging that post a lot, and then it starts showing up in people's feeds. So, um, what you risk when you go from doing that page to being a group, though, is a lot of the stuff that happens on the Stens page and. And we, we as admins, Christy and I in particular, I mean, we fought against uh, clutter on the Stens page for a long time and tried to police it and try to keep uh, repeat things from happening and all that. But it comes so fast and furious in a group of that size that it's it's almost impossible to manage. So we started just approving anything that wasn't either obscene um, completely irrelevant or uh, the third or fourth repeat of someone mm. saying Andrew Walsh is on the air at Cairo. Yeah. So so you gave in to the thick, black, choking smoke of the dumpster fire that is the Stens page. 
We did. It would just have to be a full-time job for someone. Right. I, the the reason that I want to argue for changing us from a page to a group is because I enjoy the interaction and I also trust our listeners because it's a self-selecting group of super fans who kind of understand because we talk so much shit about the Stens page on our show. I think they understand what we are trying not to curate on what we'd be trying not to curate on our own uh, group page. Uh, and, and we have some enthusiastic people, but we could set some rules as in on the day we release our show or whatever. I mean, even whatever during a week, nobody can post more than three times or, I mean, Bobby, didn't you bring up something earlier today about, uh, us putting up some kind of um, putting up our show and then having everything happen under that thread or something. Well, that was the thought I had about keeping it as a page. So mostly on principle, I've been on the, I'd like to keep it a page side of the page versus group conversations about what to do with the LRB, you know, identity on Facebook. Uh, Not because I don't see the virtues of a group. I do, but that I think that a page can work if you use it right and the hard part is getting enough people to use it right enough at the time um i like the all in with chris hayes page as i'm sure a lot of tens do and what i've noticed is every afternoon they'll basically say in a post here's your open thread for today here's what we're thinking about talking about what do you want us to talk about and so many people comment on it that it rises to the top through the zuckerberg algorithm the same algorithm that kept christy from being able to see our planning conversation for this night mm-hmm. uh and uh and it gets into my feed that way but the problem is that we would have to jump start every talk every point so mm-hmm. and i think jeremy's sort of on my side too which is that there's this dream world where people use facebook correctly and then <laughs> and then it works but they don't um but i worry about the dumpster fire um, of a group just because um, uh, I've seen it go so terribly wrong. And it's not just um, TBTL. Um, I'm in the Facebook group for Effectively Wild, which is a podcast I really like about baseball and baseball analytics. And that's a really disciplined group of really big nerds. And even there, mm-hmm. um, so many of the posts bury good things with nonsense. Well, I, I think it comes down to trust. I think I trust our listeners to to help us take care of this. I do. I think that if we come out of the gate with the rules that we set for the Stens page. Ah, I knew you'd because, come strong with this. <laughs> um, then I'd be okay with that. And because I think that the rules are pretty simple and they're not too strict. They're don't post the same shit over and over again. Duh. Um, don't be rude, don't be mean to each other, and don't tag people in shitty comments. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that is the simple thing that, that are the rules. And the, the Stens page, we gave it rules six years later when people were out of control. Mm-hmm. And people fought back and cried about those simple rules, like, don't be an asshole. And I think if we come out of the gate and say, okay, we've created this. And these are the rules. 
and you'll keep to the rules or you'll get thrown out. I mean, I feel guilty throwing people out of the Stens page unless they're like very over the top. We've done it when people are terrible, but I, I wouldn't care to do it in the LRB page if people can't follow those rules. Right. Yeah. If, if anybody comes onto, into our group and starts sharing cock shots with, uh, you know, you know, no, no problem banning them there. We've done it okay. in the Stens page. We can yeah. do it at, at LRB. So. Well, and I guess there's right. there's a couple of points here. Uh, one is that if if we don't like the tone of a conversation, we can just jettison it. Not to shit on the First Amendment, but it's our group. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's my right to well, we'll be take shitty our, to people. Our toys and go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which again, someday I think it's going to be the the end of this presidency. I think it's going to be when Donald Trump decides he wants to take his ball and go home because he doesn't like the way we're yeah. treating him. Right. Uh, uh, things like the convention. Uh, I love so and so, comma but vomit about so and so. Those will just right. be deleted if we have a group. Like I will mm-hmm. have, un- unlike the Stens page where I am just let it right. Go. I am an admin, but I don't wield my power very often, except to whitelist people like Andrew and and um, Carrie. Um, I I will have no qualms if we turn it into a group into just deleting something shitty and telling that person don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And how often has that even happened? Yeah, I mean, not people a ton. Post, people posting, um, it just, I don't know. I guess we, my, we, have the ni- we have the nicest listeners. That's so true. We do. My- <laughs> well, on the Stents page, it happened quite a bit. We've definitely weeded those people out. Um, I don't if any, know if, how- if any of the, if, if you're a Sten and then you're an LRB listener and you get LRB you're not a shitty poster. Yeah, if you're, you're just not a shitty, if poster. you're almost an hour into this episode, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess the other thing I have about turning it into a group is just, I feel like if it's a group, all it is is a duplication of services of the Stens page because they're both for fans of TPTL. Like I get that an LRB group is for fans of LRB, but theoretically, fans of LRB are a fan of TPTL. I I get I get what you're saying, Bobby, but I also think that our fans get that we're we're on a different level and they're mm-hmm. going to bring us a different mm-hmm. level of discourse that's true right it's continuing the conversation and yeah luke and andrew talk about you know a and b all week and then we take that and turn yeah. it into c and d and people yep. want to comment on that and i've seen posts on the stents page like like the lrb people said blah 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 well it's fine to be there because it's all about TBTL, but it's more appropriate to be on our page. Yeah. Um, all right. Two things. First, uh, let's let's field the audience here. If you've listened an hour into this episode, um, throwyourphone.com, which is my favorite thing ever right it's now. It's taken off like wildfire. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's half my email inbox at this point. <laughs> we could do a survey. Isn't there a way to do some like a survey on Facebook? Ironically, yes. We can post a poll, I think. To our Facebook Except you page. won't see it because we're a page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just seek, kidding. Seek it out, please, Little Red Bandwagon, and, and it, let us know. If we post it, <laughs> it's, you, you probably find see it. it. I feel yeah. like the if deck is decked against it. Paige after this conversation, but that's okay. Tell us what you think, um, and I'll go with the group. If we think we can all be responsible, um, then I'm all for it. I, I, it feels like Jeremy was has been hurt very badly by... Well, I, pages. I get it because, well, he's been blocked from a lot of pages. <laughs> well, and also, and also, 
as admin, he's he has deleted a lot of comments and got a lot of shitty people come back at him. I mean, there was some person, I don't even know if she listens to TBTL anymore because it was such a huge thing. She posted oh, yeah. a video of pho being made four times and he's like, number one, this was never talked about on TBTL. Yeah. And number two, stop posting it. And she went insane on him. I've, so, I've had the same thing happen. Just I gave up on it yep. faster than <laughs> Jeremy did because right. I had some arguments with some people and kept stopping the shit and then he kept fighting the good fight for a while and i think now we just approve everything and just you know it's just like uh just throwing some gasoline onto the fire we're like okay right. i will say the you upshot guys, is you get the page you deserve i mean sorry the group you deserve yeah, yeah. i'll go to you guys and i'll complain that somebody's posted an article about how great tacos are from 2015 <laughs> and and you'll simply remind me that it'll be buried in about half an hour, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. It'll get buried by another taco post. Yeah, the shit goes to the bottom. Yeah. I feel like we've done this justice, so I need to Good. know. Okay. Uh, thanks for letting me. No, I I appreciate it. it. I think I think you've won me over a little bit too. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, I mean, I just trust just, our listeners. If you are a brand, and you, I mean, the marketing says you should do page. Wait. Yes. The thing Jeremy wants. Yes, page. That's the way because you can control your message, but that's But we not are really, what we are. We don't need that. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That we're as big as we're ever going to be, and we're going to add people one by one who are really into it. That's true. So, Plus, I like interacting with people. Yes. So I'm, I'm into it. So yes. we're not a brand, but please buy a t-shirt with our faces on it. Now, <laughs> right. what is this Song of the Summer thing? Because we did not talk about okay. it. Okay. Are you ready? I I kind of hinted to this a couple months ago when it first came out, and now that Song of the Summer has been officially started, I want the Wagoneers to throw their weight behind Techno Geeks with Spreadsheet by Luke Burbank featuring Moms on the Web. <laughs> so to make this easy for you, we're going to... Put that on our website because, like like Andrew said, no link, no love. So you will we'll make it easy for you. We'll put the form. Just put it there. You can vote a million times. Why not just throw one to ten votes behind Techno Geese with Spreadsheet? What do you guys think? I'll do it. Yeah. I'm in. Hell, I voted. I mean, you can also vote for your Miley Cyrus shit, too. But also, please just vote for this. Hey, she's a new person. Malibu is a great song. Um, <laughs> it is a good song. Uh, you know, we got John Scott into the NHL All-Star Game. We can get Technogate's oh, spreadsheet into TBTL song. The bracket of, of our own yeah, making. Yeah. <laughs> um, and really, what's the end game here? I mean, where is this being even announced? Maybe at the LRV picnic? Uh, maybe. We don't know. Uh, all I know is it'll probably be announced sometime in the fall. <laughs> 2019. And let's be right. honest, we all know that the song of the summer is Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. That's already been decided by the world. So, Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's so good. So this is it. I like it. Okay. So we'll have that. Go to littleredbandwagon.com slash S-O-T-S and fill it out, please, for me. Yeah, do it for Christy. I like that. All right. Uh, 
Do we have anything else before we go to the housekeeping segment on this housekeeping episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. That would be funny. That's a very meta, very meta yes. housekeeping. Uh, merch. Oh. It would be literally the sound of me sweeping my house. You know, what I threw to you at the start of this episode, Mike, it was mainly so that you would just do your housekeeper impression. I didn't actually expect you to pick up the ball and run with it. Me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, let's try that again. Mike. Wait, let's get, let's get in the clear. Yep. Housekeeping. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Christy, do you have a, a short archive update? It's been a while since we've heard from you on the archive, I think. Yeah, we're finally in um, 2017. That was a good day for me. A couple tears were shed, but I still need lots of help. And as you heard, Megan was our last person to get the wagon full of loot. You get lots of cool stuff from awesome people. So you should join us. Just send send me an email. Yeah, I like it. Good point. And, you know, keep giving away prizes. Um, we'll get through these wagons full of loot that everyone's doing, and then I suspect we'll want to keep doing something because we've had as much fun putting them together as people have had opening yeah, them. for sure. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they Luke and Andrew both – well, I guess Andrew said it more when they were doing my dazzling donor. But, I mean, just last week, Andrew messaged me because they were missing a show. Hey, when did we talk about this? We can't find it. It's not on the APM site. And I was able to find it because of the archive. Yeah. All right. We are the last best hope of keeping track of TBTL's history. <laughs> uh, Amazon, as always, com slash Amazon. Please buy things so it won't just be the embarrassing list of things I buy. Uh, also, uh, we do get a few cents, uh, here and there from those and it does seriously add up and make a difference. Um, we'll have to do another episode soon where we read through the list of everything that people yes. bought. Cause that's always fun. It's like 47 echoes for me Yeah, from me. <laughs> uh, listen to earbuds and earworms and send us your LRB moments for best of show because at the end of this year when we're doing the holidays and we don't actually want to record, um, we're going to show you those great clips. Um, wow, you can see this is an old run sheet that I just copied over because Get Involved <laughs> says Meredith next to it. Uh, <laughs> you all know these things. LittleRedBadWagon.com, ThrowYourPhone.com, Facebook, Twitter, LRB Podcast, LittleRedBadWagon at gmail.com, 802-432-TBTL. Christy, mm -hmm. why don't you get us out of here? Until next time, this is the next party. Jen, we love you, and Alexa, tuck me in. Thank you, everyone, for indulging this Fifth Friday episode. Nailed it. I think we did.
Housekeeping.